This is the Post America Podcast. That's right, motherfucker. What the fuck you know about podcasting? This is our shit. Post America. Macho Black, Richie Crutch, Chrissy the Baboon. Post America Podcast, son. Download that shit, motherfucker. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Richie, Post America Podcast, back. It's been a minute. We're still doing it this crazy way because we got news. Chris Mav, he got the COVID-19, so he won't be with us for a minute. Mad Joe, he don't know how to do computer shit. Plus, he's very unreliable with his time schedule. So we figured we'd bust another one out, and we'll get an old friend everybody's been asking for for a long time. We got P.A. Ray, Ray Brennan. Everybody knows him. He's been on, I don't know, how many times you've been on? Ten times more? Mm. I've been on a bunch of fucking times. Bunch of times. Probably, I had to be about eight, seven, eight, something like that. He Damn, Matt got the motherfucking corona, though? Yeah, he got it right now. He got that. And, yo, he, he don't leave Damn, his house. Stay strong. He lives yeah. in the middle of nowhere. Hey, he still got it. So, I mean, this guy don't go out to eat. He don't do nothing. He might have got it from like an Amazon package, getting like a computer. He don't order. He don't. No, he don't order. He's scared. To, he's scared to open the door. For never mind order. Yo, something. that shit is no joke. That shit is no joke. If Math got it, like, uh, it, it was between him and Evan, whoever caught it, because them two catch everything. You know. Yeah, Evan's kind of got the vibe where he don't think it's real, but he'll end up catching it. But uh, you had it right. Yeah, I believe, uh, what, back at the end of March and April, mm-hmm. um, I was real fucked up. And uh, I went for the test, uh, that fucking nasty-ass test where they banged that thing in the nostril. And, uh, yo, they billed me like $1,300 for that fucking test, too, them pieces of shit. Wow. And uh, they wanted me to go back. But I wasn't paying that again. Like, fuck it, dude. And then by the time I got the results back, it was like, you'll already be dead. Like, they were like, oh, you won't get the results for 13 days, bro. This so, country's shot. This country's garbage at this point. It's the way we operate. So you got to pay 13 bones to get the test. Then by the time you get it back, either you're dead or you're recovered. Right, right. And, and, and the shit, as you know, like, I don't know if I, I probably did say it on the pot. Like I take care of my parents, you know what I mean? They're, mm-hmm. they're older and, uh, yo, trying to quarantine in a house with my girl, her son, my kids, my parents, you know what I mean? It was just, it was fucking insanity, bro. Like, you know what I mean? It was just like, they were just leaving food and shit by the door, bro, for like <laughs> a week. You know what I mean? And then finally it was just like, Man, we all just either gonna catch it and live or catch it and pass, you know? Like so it's kinda that, like you were like a straight cat or something. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. Pretty much. It it was the worst though. But I mean the sickness, like I was talking to you and Joe and you know, we had that little group text I think or something. And uh dude, it was just like a crazy high fever, but everybody's like I see some of these people that explain their sickness and they're like Dude, it just felt like the flu to me. But, you know, the fever stuck around for, uh, I think, about four days for me. It was like 103, 102, 
crazy shit, but you know, I was working. This is the real bugged out shit is dude, I got no benefits from the government for nothing. And I literally caught it delivering shit for Corona people. Like when Rochester got uh, the first cluster and they locked it down, I was bringing down the water and toilet paper and, you know, necessities from like P&G company, Nestle, you know, the water companies and shit like that. Dude, I wound up fucking losing work and being out of work for three and a half months and I couldn't get a fucking dollar, bro. I could get the SBA loan, but I couldn't get none of that money everybody else was getting. (laughs) What do you mean, unemployment money? Yeah, I couldn't get none of that because I was wow. 1099, an independent contractor. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it it was just shot, bro. It's like, might as well sell crack. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only thing making money. Mm. Mm. Well, yeah, just some other things. But, yeah, crack would be one option. Yeah, yeah, crack, weed, you know, one of the illicit narcotics. That, that, that That's the only people that was making money, you know? So you, but, so you had it. Is there any fear of getting it again, or is that like, nah, you don't get it again? Nah, bro. Like, my only fear is, like, we had to talk in my family because, uh, you know, when you go into the hospital, nobody can go with you. Mm-hmm. You can't have visits. You can't have that. So uh, we came up with the agreement that if we catch that shit, you know, we're just <laughs> going to deal with it at the house. You know what I mean? Whatever happens, happens. Because they really can't do nothing. What can they put a respirator on you? You know what I mean? And, 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 you know, the hospital, like we just got out the hospital with my pops, uh, uh, last week and they wanted to send in the rehabs and all this shit. And we were like, fuck no, you're going home, bro. Like <laughs> we're not even dealing with this shit. Cause even the hot is a madhouse in the hospitals, bro. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It was a total shit show that, uh, like, like currently, uh, right now, even, yeah. Like he just got out the hospital last week. I sent you the picture earlier. He got a whole vein replaced in his uh, left leg because it got so bad his leg like turned purple with the diabetes and stuff. Like it was so bad that they were like, "Yo, you gotta just bring him in." They gave him a stint and a bypass, mm. but. Um, actually the hospital was really cool, but it was so crazy, like trying to get into the hospitals and getting names on approved lists who can come into the hospital. Like it was just, it was just crazy. So is the, is know, the hospital crowded right now you know, with COVID people or no? Yeah. Well, I guess they got them on separate floors at the hospital he went to mm. and, um, you know, but, uh, uh, I don't know if it's still crowded like that with COVID, but shit, I just left the, I got in a car accident the other day and I was in the hospital Jeez. and they still got people going into the fucking hospital full, you know, hazmat suit down, you know? You're like a really unlucky guy. Irish luck, bro. I don't know what it is. Jeez. I don't know what it is, man. But car accidents, yeah, some, COVID, no unemployment, dying replace veins yeah yeah dude like and i just got back to work just got back to work like that's the craziest shit was out of work three and a half months and then just get back and some fucking asshole hits me in uh in patterson new jersey out of all fucking places i thought the irish people were lucky the luck luck of the irish and all that bullshit no (laughs) shit that shit missed my genes 
That oh, shit man. just went to my sister and then. Damn. You black yeah. Irish. Anyway, How you made? What's black Irish mean? I always hear that term, black Irish. Northern. Northern. You're from Northern Ireland. Is that what it means? Mm-hmm. Oh, so Pretty sure. Being black. Pretty sure. Um, well, I'm sure somebody that uh, hears this podcast is going to be like, no, in 1867, the black Irish, <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't mm-hmm. know. I think it's just like Northern Ireland. Um, I don't know how true it is. I heard it from my, one of my grandparents back in the day. They were like, it's from when the Spaniards went to Ireland to back us up for a war that they sold us out, but they smashed all the women impregnated yeah. them and that's why you got the irish people with the like my hair like you know like i got the curly boy meets world type hair that kinky curl hair you know what i mean yeah so because mm. that's where that come from i don't know how true it is but do you somebody, know what you know do you, do you know what part of ireland your family's from uh my father's from cork and then my mom's family is from like belfast region oh i was in cork before yeah, my mom said, um, she said, I think they went there. I think they all went there back in the day, but I ain't go because they sent me to Cali to live when I was mm. that age. I think they went, but I think it's like farmlands or some shit. Cork I mean, is I like, a, I think like it's uh, from what I saw, it's like a little city. County Cork, it's way mm. down south on the water. But, uh, and so your mom's Belfast, that's up north though. So she's that black guy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, she, her... Like uh, my uncle that died, the one in um, Altoona. Remember, he was on the run for like ever, and he wound up dying in Altoona. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, all them are like same hair as me. Like on my dad's side, they all like redheaded or blonde. You know what I mean? Rangas. They call them rangas. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I like to go to Ireland, but I always look fucking cold there, bro. Like you would be bored in Ireland. Thing. You don't like that kind of shit. You know what I mean? Uh, I mean, it'd be cool to see, like, you know, it'd be always cool to see where you came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just know you want you want to go where the action's at. And it's too, Ireland's too laid back right. for you. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. It looks kind of turned up on some of the videos I see every now I mean, and then. If you like square dancing and drinking beer, Ireland's your place. But otherwise, come on. Yeah, nah, I ain't jacking that. And when people dance without using their hands, when they keep their hands straight to the side, that always bothered me. Like, yo, get your hands in the mix. Because my yeah, dance is totally just hands. I only use, move my hands around. So, like, the Irish dance is all feet, you know? I see your boy just got uh, detained Conor McGregor for sexual assault. That's your boy, son. <laughs> I ain't my boy. I hate that dude. Ever since he decked that old head, he decked that old head in the bar. I was like, man, this dude's a fucking cornball, man. Anybody, if you got to hit a senior, hit a senior citizen, like, come on, man. I know. Like, even if the guy's talking I, shit, like, I, I like, like you know. give him a break, dump a beer on his head or something. You don't got to snuff him. Jeez, that's how the Irish people Facts, are. Like, though. They're, they're even even with. That. Nah, nah, come on, man. Get out of here. Now, now, now you just go. Is, you love the Irish, man. And the Mali. Nah, the Irish are fun people. They're good people. Yeah, they're yeah. very good for telling a story, for entertaining, for my entertainment. They dance around. They bring me food. I like that. But they got, you know, they have like a self, a deep self-hatred. I noticed the Irish. A deep self-hatred. That was bred in. a lot of, I mean. English. 
I'm not a history guy. We probably had to call Ja up to get like the history lesson on Ireland, man. Because matter of fact, I was just speaking to Ja last night. Uh, we was on the phone, but like I killed a whole bottle of Henny on the phone with Ja last night. If you answer, if you're willing to answer the phone when he calls, you better have time. Mm-hmm. And for those that don't know, that but, was our uh, last guest that that uh, Ray's talking about, Scott E. Banks. Yo, dude, dude, these episodes, these quarantine episodes you're doing, man, like. That shit is so sad, dude, because you don't realize how many of our friends and people that we look up to and the music that we love, like, Mm. dude, how hard they are fucking struggling right now. Like uh, the Craig interview, the Scott, you know what I mean? Like just touring band members, like like literally Craig, what? He's in two different bands that tours full time, right? Like he still does well, yeah. two bands. Well, he does. You know, sick of it all. Every member of Sick of It All is a professional musician that makes their living off playing music. So that was taken from him. Then he has, yeah, on the side he does gigs with Cro-Mags. You know, the real Cro-Mags, not the snitch version. Crazy. So it's kind of like, yeah, he got oh, a- any of our homies that that are in bands and make a living off that. They got screwed real hard. Any anybody that deals with entertainment, let's say Chris. Mahmood from Club Reverb screwed real hard. These people are getting hit the worst. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. And it's yeah, fucked up. like uh, fucked up. you know, that's the that's the saddest thing. That's why, like, man, like you know, I ain't the internet technical dude, but I be trying to cop people shit offline now just because it's like, man, like these dudes can't even make a dollar unless it's selling merch or their yeah, album I'm, sales. I'm, I'm you trying know what to mean? do that. Like, same thing you're doing. I'm trying, if I see a band, especially the bands that do this for a living, if they're selling something, I'm buying it. Like, you know, I buy a shirt, yeah, yeah. buy a hat. I always buy the music anyway, but now I'm buying merch more than I ever did before because what else they got coming in? And it's by no fault of their own, you know? Right, and who do you blame? Right, who like, do you blame for this? Who gets the blame? Who does Ray Brennan point the finger at and say, <laughs> you're responsible for this? Who? Ah, man, I'm blaming the whole government, not just that faggot-ass president of ours, but the whole government, man. Like, I feel like back when they could have shut it down, Uh they should have just did a nationwide shutdown if they wanted to stop it. But it's like now, when you look at it now, dude, money's just the only reason they opening anything up. Like, it's hard for me to see my stance on it. Because I ain't one of them people that believe, like, Corona's a, a hoax. Uh, or I don't believe, you know, all these other conspiracy shit that be going on. You know, just go through a rabbit hole of YouTube and pick one. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I don't know, dude. I blame the president. Uh, I blame the government. You know, because they could have simply just shut down the whole United States for fucking 30, 40 days and see if that did it. Because what they did, it's like retarded, bro. Like, you go to one state, you can do everything. You go to another state, you can't do nothing. You go to New York, like, in New York, remember that uh, I tagged you in a post with, like, the nastiest slice of fucking pizza ever? Mm-hmm. And it was, like, the only way you can get a drink at a bar is you had to buy food. Yeah. Like, so they're selling, like, 25-cent slice of pizza. You know what I mean? Like, yeah just retarded shit and you know all them people out of work you know like shit uh everybody i know in new york can't work because they all either doing bartending or some type of thing with a music venue yeah you know what i mean like 
even my homeboys that rap and shit, they ain't making no money, dude. They do these rappers do even do these rappers even play any live shows <clears throat> anymore? No, like I, uh, I mean, even before COVID, I, it's like like a modern oh, rapper yeah. puts out a single. Uh, uh, he's he's already well, got ten million streams our, before he plays one show. Our generation, our generation rappers still tour and still do their thing, but like these new guys, like uh, the baby, who's like the yeah, biggest. Yeah selling shit yo uh uh my girl went to the show fucking in manhattan bro before all this shit mm-hmm. it was the worst show ever like dude just was like it was just ad libs and because they don't know yo, they don't yo, tour they yeah, don't even yeah. know how to play live this this is not it's not their shit but then you go you go see like a dmx show a lock show a bust around show uh, uh italian ice and uh, you name them anybody yeah italian ice yeah you, you do anything and but Dude, it's fucking dead, but think about it. Most of the rappers are the same thing with, like, American hardcore bands. Where do you make the money? Overseas. You know, yeah. like, a guy like Waka Flocka is making fucking a couple million a year just by doing London, Germany, fucking <laughs> all those, you know what I mean? Like, that's who pays to see us. Like, in yeah. America, people can give a flying fuck. Like, think about it, God bless the dead, even before Prodigy died from Mob Deep. Like, got a couple of the hardcore venues. They'd have Mob Deep come. What? How many people come out? 1,000? 800? Yeah, if you love But they perform... Yeah, they perform overseas. 10,000. 12,000. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's well, crazy. In America, what do we like in America? We like this fucking Drake clown. We like uh, Justin uh, Bieber. We like Malorane Sirius, or whatever her name is. Who are all these people? They're... Uh, they're Walt Disney kid stars that were yeah. transformed into the next step. Drake, you listening to Drake? Come on. If you, if ah. I never heard Drake and you just showed me a picture of his ugly face, one of his videos, one of his songs, and said, what kind of chance does this guy have to make it? I would say none. He's This is a goofball. He, he, nobody's going to listen yeah. to him. But sure enough, I'm wrong again. And uh, this guy's a superstar somehow because he was a, a childhood star. So that's what we like in America. Yeah. America's dumbed well, down, commercialized. Our president is a reality TV star. Our biggest musical stars came from the little kid market of Walt Disney. And that's all we're fed to. That's all we digest. And we vomit the same things that they feed us. It is what it is. We're right. done. It's over. No, nah, like, uh, you know, that's the that's the thing. Like, um, Pat Poole said it a long time ago. Uh, rapper out of Brooklyn. I remember One Pat of the Poole's. most... He did the yeah, alphabet one rhyme. Of the most lyr- yeah, one of the most lyrical fucking geniuses to come out spitting. And he said it, uh, you know, like, uh, unless you painting that dumbass image that they pushing on the world, like, now you got dudes wearing fucking nail polish and dresses and all this whatever the fuck they want to call it. Like, you know what I mean? They, they they pushing that. That's what the labels want. The labels want the drug addict, shooter, 6 9 type fucking fruitcake. Now listen, you know what listen, I mean? listen. You got to take responsibility for 6 9 Fuck on. No, hell no, dude. What do you mean? No. Shit. I called it. Yo, yo, Rich. Rich, keep it a thousand right now on the podcast. What did I say when you first showed me 6 9 What's the first thing that came out of my mouth? You said as this kid is going to be a superstar. No. Nah, oh. I said as soon as that money run out, them dudes are going to try and murder him. Did I call it a, or not? This is what? A, a, a 
couple years back. But I the money, but the money didn't run out. The money didn't run out. What do you mean when the money runs out? Nah, but they were just jacking all his money. Like they were taking all his money, and we all knew the kid was gonna tell. Like everybody knew that dude was gonna tell. I don't even know why I say kid. He's a grown ass man. Listen, I'm gonna say you know this. what I mean. If this happened in Cali, this kid wouldn't see the light of day. New York done changed, son. New York, mm. to, to for this to happen on the New York watch of those gang bangers down in Brooklyn with their tight pants and and the tighty whiteys hanging out. Dude, I call it. This, nah, I call it. For this to happen it. on this watch, they lose all legitimacy. Come on. Yeah. They're letting this guy ride but, around still in Manhattan holding a, a duffel bag of a million and talking shit on them oh, I don't while their homies are rotting I mean, in prison. Anybody that goes at him. Yeah, but anybody that goes at him is finito, dog. Like, come on. That dude, Maybe. That dude gave out 100 years, man. He gave out a hundred years of some serious individuals. You know what I mean? Like maybe. I mean, there's got to be. You got to have one terminal homie that knows he's done soon anyway. He's dying. He's on his last leg. He's gonna go with a bang, or you you say, "Yo, I'll take care of the fam." This, dude. But this is how you know the government. This is why one of the conspiracy things I do believe about that whole case is the government wants him out because think about it. Since he came home, he violated parole on Instagram Live how many times? He got alcohol. Boom, that's a violation on parole. He he, he doing this, that's a violation of parole. You know what I mean? Like, he's threatening. Dude, any real dude from anybody that listens to this podcast, if you get locked up, let's just speak about New York. Dude, if you're a gang member, you're not even allowed to come home and wear certain colors, bro. And my fucking stipulations for parole, I wasn't even allowed to wear fucking red. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, that's how anal fucking parole can be, bro. So what is your conspiracy theory? You think the government wants Takashi 69 out and making this videos on Instagram? Oh yeah. yeah. Why? What, do, what's the benefit? Be, the go- what benefit does the government give? Because he's fishing the other rappers. Look at that little dirt dude. He got what, like three charges right now: pistol, uh, shooting a pistol, whatever, in Atlanta, and now he's beefing with six nine. They're gonna use all that shit to fucking wrap him up, dude. That wow. social media killed gangsters. That's why to this day, half of my friends they ain't even on Instagram or Facebook. They're on their girlfriends' fucking pages. You know what I mean? They don't fucking... I don't know any real gangster that'd be like, oh, let's put this shit on the gram or let's do this on the gram. Like, that dude... I seen the guy doing a drive-by him. the other day on the Instagram Live. That's crazy. Yeah, he filmed himself That's doing a drive-by. I don't yeah, know. Nah, like, yo, 2020 is... Dude, it, everything we know about stand-up individuals, man, it, it's sad because even with hardcore kids, I heard you and Ja touch on the subject. How the hell kids from our generation now all of a sudden they're these pro politics and Trump supporters and fucking this and that. that like, yo, that's nothing like our, our culture was about. Like now all of a sudden you're fucking out there with a MAGA hat on. You know what I mean? Like, that's get the crazy. fuck out of here. That's crazy shit. Yeah, but let me say the other side of the coin. What I just noticed yesterday. You know what happened yesterday? Was that? September 11th, all right? So yesterday was the 19th oh, yeah, yeah. year anniversary of September 11th. And I noticed in the hardcore scene, not one younger band or band that caters to the younger listeners posted anything in remembrance or respect to 9-11, none. And they yeah, do it crazy. because they fear that they may be labeled patriotic during these times. 
So that's, that's crazy. That's how pussy these kids are. Me, I could say George Floyd getting killed is disgusting and despicable, and we got to get these cops and we got to hold them accountable. And I could also say rest in peace to the people that died on 9-11 and any normal, logical, reasonable person yeah. should be able to understand that both of those but they're so they're wrapped up in in being perceived as blm supporters that in my opinion maybe i'm wrong i'd love to ask some of these bands and i will call them out if posting uh we won't forget or a little memory about 9-11 is that mean that you're anti-blm or does that mean that you're pro-trump or what is the what is the situation? I think personally that they're scared to be labeled as patriotic right now, so they avoided that whole topic, and that's a pussy ass move. Anybody yeah, that did that, crazy. that's some pussy shit. I mean, yo, everybody felt that from the hood to the suburbs to the working class to the white collar, everything, dude. That was a a travesty to it our country. Just, it period. was just innocent people being murdered. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Just, just like George, George Floyd was a, a man. Some people say he was a criminal. Shut up. He was innocent at that point. Well, he, you know, but, you know, I was out there for all that shit. Like when it first popped off in the city too, like you even told me like, get your ass in the house on my little Instagram live. But yo, I'll tell you what, man, the Bronx, like, Dude, when we got back to the Bronx, that shit looked like a third world country to me, dude. Like, that shit was crazy. But when they, like, I didn't agree with that part of it because I'm like, damn, everybody's that you're fucking up shit over here live here. You know what yeah, I mean? You're very ridiculous. Now, now, the downtown shit, I don't give a fuck about. You know what I mean? Um, I, I hear I you don't give less. a fuck. They, people that have to work in those places. Right. No, that's what I was just about to say. They're shot. The people that work there are coming from Brooklyn, Bronx, exactly. Queens. It ain't none of these fucking, you know, if you want to burn some shit, burn fucking Wall Street, man. You know what I mean? Put them dudes out of work. You know what I mean? Or something. But you can't even do that nowadays. Yeah. You know, but I get it. I get it at the same point. Like, you know, uh, the police killings are uh fucking crazy at this point like it's just every it, it's so normal now it's just like like there's another one now where uh i just seen it today in atlanta they beat the shit out of a dude in front of his kids you know what i mean yeah and, and it's like you know when's that shit stop and and you know that's a, a shame to the good cops because there are good cops we know good cops shit my son uncle from the hood <laughs> was a cop retired in the hood was probably the coolest cop Newark ever seen. You know what I mean? Brick but at the end the of the day, you know, it's like where the good cops when these bad cops is fucking up, you know, yeah, and, sure. and New York been going, we should have did it for Eric Gardner, you know, back in them days. Mm. And it's the same thing like, mm. uh, like in the penitentiary, you ask Ja, ask anybody else that one of the, you know what I mean? That's the only time you're going to get all the races and different gangs and different people from different cultures to stick together when it's against the police. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, that's why there's riots in prison. Why? Because police get too crazy, rough up some youngster or some old head, and we pop it off. Fuck that. <laughs> you know what I mean? It goes down. Like, any police catch it. You know what I mean? And everybody's willing to take a charge. But nowadays, it's just like, 
you got some people with good intentions that want to protest like that until freedom, you know, all the shit with my song and that Arabic woman, mm -hmm. I am sour or I am something. And, uh, you know, I respect what they doing. They really, you know, they, they, they about it. You know what I mean? But then you look at all these other organizations and even when we was out there, like, yo, when it broke down in, in downtown Manhattan, bro, like I'm telling you, we was walking literally in two seconds. The street just erupted, bro. They broke into Rolex. They broke into fucking Best Buy. They were throwing fucking, um, you know, the construction barrels with mm -hmm. the orange lights. Yeah. They're just throwing them on the cops, doing all types of crazy shit because people are fed up. But then you just got some people that are like, I just want to fuck shit up. Like, if I was 17 mm -hmm. and this shit happened, I would just be out there like, yo, I'm going to get me a Rolex. Like, fuck. Yeah, you don't really you care about I mean? the cause. You you just right, right. enjoying the chaos, yeah. That's the thing with these with the riots. Uh, they, they're going to help Trump be reelected. And uh, they're perceived as the people rioting like are supporters of Biden, which they aren't, you know. Right. And uh, but they're going to help him get reelected because people are going to say we can't have this. And you can't you, in, a, in a normal society. You can't have people burning stuff down to the ground and and this and that. Oh, what, nah. did, what did the cops do? The cops really kind of they were upset because they got dissed by their local government in, in some of the cities they come from. So they stood down. So right now I was just in Baltimore. Uh, I'm in New York all the time. And I see such barely any police presence compared to how it used to be, because now the cops are kind of like, oh, you don't like us? Have fun dealing right. without us. So they're almost like egging on crime and chaos to happen. Oh. Watch because they're going to use it later on. Two weeks ago, I'm working in Times Square about six o'clock in the morning and I saw a shooting in Times Square at six o'clock. Oh, I heard about, about that. Yeah, 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 I heard about that. I was right there. Oh, the, dude, the dude didn't die, but these three yeah. dudes, big one one was a real big fatty dude, a big fat dude. They came running around the corner, boom, they popped this off this this dude. I think they got him in the leg at least. They definitely got him once or twice, and then they just ran away. And it was not in Times Square, bro. I've been in Yo. the city forever. I never seen that I, in daylight. That's crazy. Yo, I mean, it's just as crazy with the police, like me and my girl got off the train. We was walking to go to a store and then come back. And when we was coming back, like some shit popped off. Yo, dude, I swear to God, like when the police jumped out, I thought they were fucking us up, bro. They was like tasers out, mace out, everything. Anybody outside, they were just spraying. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I was, I was just like, damn, this shit is like getting retarded. And then you get back to the Bronx and we get off the train and you don't see nothing. Normally you see like a, a police or two, you know, maybe they'll be around like third Avenue or something like that. But at the station we got off at and like Morrison and all that, yo, dude, there was nothing. It was just lawless at that point. You know what okay. I mean? Cops are right now. Like, they're, they're trying to show how necessary they are by being real hands off because they feel like they were, disrespected by the, the local government, the, the governors and mayors. And yeah. so they're trying to be like, Oh, you don't need their baby cops are inherently by nature. They're babies. 
Like, look at that, those cops yeah. at Albany. They pushed over the old guy. His head got split. The one guy that pushed him got in some trouble, and they all quit. Like, they all quit yep. because, like, are you serious? You guys are real pussies. I mean, nah, a lot of them. I don't expect I mean, just guy to from, get in trouble over that. That's worthy of getting in trouble for. Like, it is what it is. Just look at experiences without making names or incidents, but out of our own friends that got into it with off-duty cops, mm-hmm. how did them off-duty cops handle that ass whooping? Yeah. They ain't handle it good. You know what I mean? They ain't take it like me and you. Me and you can go out for a steak right now. We get jumped by four whatever people. You know, we going to, okay, we got fucked up. We going to go home, put some peroxide on, and keep it pushing. These cops get whooped out, and they can't take it. Their egos don't let them take it because they feel like, I'm this, I'm that. And it's the same thing. Like, the same thing with the police. And Well, I got to say, yeah, I'm not sure what you're talking about, and I have no recollection of that event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, yeah, I dig it. But you know what I mean? Like, like it's it's just crazy times we're living in. I think people are getting more and more fed up. But I also think with all the times we're in, with all the open racism, open discriminations, and everything, to exposing people that I've been around since fucking thirteen, fourteen. I look at them like they're fucking bozo now, like. Mm. You know, everything you stood for, this culture, this this scene of ours, because um, if you've been a part of the scene, whether it's been a year or fucking 20 years, this is your scene. And we've been opposed to all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, everybody like to say, like, kill your favorite races or kill your local drug dealer or this and the, all this other bullshit. But it, it, it's just... It's empty words now, bro, because now you're a grown-ass man, and, you know, everybody well, people, knows who they are. People you expose know? themselves They're definitely around. Yeah, that shit is crazy. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Like, and in the same way, like, you know, people be like, oh, well, you know, like, you guys touched on most of the subjects on the last episode, so we don't really have to. But at the end of the day, when you're white, dude, you can't speak on fucking a black person's feelings, man. Period. Mm. Period. There's no way me and you could sit here and tell a black person how they're supposed to feel. Because at the end of the day, you can find out where you're from in Italy, your language, your dialect, your fucking favorite meals, your everything. And black people don't have that choice. You mm. know what I mean? I would, I if I was black, I'd be pretty fucking disgruntled too, bro. Like that's why, I like when my black friends be like, "Man, fuck this, fuck that," uh, I feel you. Hey. I understand it, dude. I, hey, yeah, you know, I get that's it. That's how you feel. You Check know? this out, though. Check like, this out. You are what you are. Yeah. You're a white right. Guy. And if shit, yeah. goes, if shit goes down, and some stranger brothers that don't know you like the the brothers that is your friends, if some yeah. stranger type brothers is walking by and they just see you as a whitey whitey, then you just gotta <laughs> you gotta be on the side gotta, that you just on, and that's a, that's just how it goes down. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know yeah, how this I mean, country's going to go, but I know what people are going to assume about me. And mm-hmm. a while ago, some friends that owned some businesses, brick and mortar businesses, they were having some people marching by their business and they wanted, they didn't want their business obviously to get burnt to the ground and destroyed. So they're asking friends to help out. Now let's say the, I'm helping out a friend's business and some marchers decide they want to set it on fire and then something breaks out, and I'm on film hitting somebody in the head with a baseball bat, defending my friend's spot. 
what am I going to be? They're going to think I'm a, I'm a KKK yeah. supporting neo-Nazi just by the video. But it is yeah. such a crazy. I mean, that's the rough time. choice. Like, yeah. let's just say, let's just say one of our tattoo shop friends or whatever, uh, Reverb, let's use Mood as an example. Reverb, because mm-hmm. that's in the middle. He's in the middle of the segue between the hood and the nice area. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, he is not white descent. He's a business owner and he calls a bunch of us up. What do we all look? Well, then again, our whole thing is like real multicultural. We got black dudes, Spanish dudes, all type of shit. But regardless, yeah, if we put ourselves on that front line to protect his business, you know, whatever comes with it is going to come with it. I mean, if somebody yeah. calls me a racist, I'm going to just fucking laugh. Like when we go to court, I'm going to just be like, yeah, can we call my kids to the stand? <laughs> You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. let, let's just, you know, call my childhood friends to the stand, you know, or let's look at, oh, God bless the dead, all the people tattooed on my body. Let's look at their race. Mm-hmm. They're all black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I tattoo black men's names on my arm, but I'm a racist. Like, you know, and people, I feel like people, you know, they got to go too hard to prove that they're anti Like, you know, some racist shit is racist. Like, my whole thing with that whole, like, this Trump, Whatever the fuck. Dude, this shit is crazy. We went out to eat today, and we got fucking mobbed by Trump supporters driving through a red light, bro. No bullshit. Yeah? No bullshit. No bullshit. Right over there by Smuggler's Cove. (laughs) A mob of them. And and my girl was like, yo, flick a cigarette on them assholes. I was like... I was about to, but it was mad old people. <laughs> so yeah. I didn't want to. You know what? If, they, if they're doing, if they're you know doing I mean? their thing. If there was one young dude, though, I would have flicked that cigarette dead in his face. Like, hold that, yeah. cocksucker. <laughs> well, <laughs> you yo, know what I mean? But, on my way to Baltimore the other day, I passed a Trump store. It just said Trump store in a, a big ass, huge crazy. sign. And a, a a big billboard of Trump holding a gun, a machine gun, like wrapped in like the American flag. Like, what kind of country is this? This is like that's what third world countries do with their yeah. leaders. So, you know, and it, it, that's the crazy shit, dude. Is this dude looks down on all of us? Everybody listening to this podcast is a fucking blue collar worker of some sort, bro. And that yeah. dude will shit on every single blue collar person in this world. Biden ain't no fucking better, especially with that dumb bitch he got with her. Yeah. You know what I mean? After I found out that was the bitch that didn't prosecute for that dude that ki- got killed, they made a movie about him. Mm-hmm. Um, On the subway uh, station train, right? Fruitville Station. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And she was the one that went in, and then she had evidence to clear uh, a man serving a life sentence in California and yeah, she wouldn't she give up the evidence. Yep. Right, right, right. Until they made her. I know I'm like, all yo, about this is just her. a I know, joke, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm going to vote for Kanye. Fuck it. Oh, that he's I'm voting for Kanye. Fucking clown, too. <laughs> Kanye said openly he's, he's just in the mix to take votes from Biden. That's what he said. Oh, yeah, that's a fact. Like, he a Trump dude. Like, yeah. that, the shit that killed me, dude, all them dudes is puppets, man. Whatever going to happen, going to happen. But... I'll be honest, when everybody be like, what do you feel like with the riots and the protests? I mean, I, I get it, dude. When you broke, when you got nothing, and then you seeing, like, time after time again, like, it, you know, how many unarmed black people got to get killed for yeah. everybody in the world to realize, like, 
dude, this is a fucking problem. And I don't want to hear that dumb shit. Oh, there's more white people killed than anybody. No shit. <laughs> like, well, no I will, shit, say, I will say this, though. I will say this. Police brutality by itself is a problem, you know, yeah. especially against against minorities. But even by itself, I mean, we've seen I've seen a murder plenty of white boys and in some really brutal. I remember that one dude screaming for his 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 mommy. And they were yeah, just, I remember that. Yeah, and I, this other dude on a, on a hotel floor, scared for his life, some little preppy white boy, and this guy just wants to kill him so bad, and got away with it a hundred percent. It in God. general, there's a problem with police brutality. They just have too much right, power. Right. They could just always go to their old standby. You know, people say, "Oh, you played a race card." Well, cops play the fear card. All they have to say is, right. "I'm in fear for my life." I'm in fear for my life. I was in fear for my life. So the whole time they're fighting with people, you hear them say, "Stop resisting!" Stop. They just want to get that right, on right, record. Right. You get that on oh. record once, you, you almost have license to do whatever you want to these people. Son, they they did that with a cell extraction. I can remember clear as fucking day, bro. They fucking wanted to beat the shit out of me. They wanted to do mad shit to me. And what they do? They didn't bring the camera until the goon squad was already in my cell beating the shit out of me. Mm-hmm. Then when I was in handcuffs, they turned on the camera. Mm. Oh, you had these marks. I'm in a solitary confinement by myself. How the fuck I got these marks before y'all got here? Yeah. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. But it is what it is. You know what I mean? I, I mean, at, at that point, when you in... You know, that's the difference. When you're in prison, shit come with it. You know what I mean? Like you you gotta take that, but Yeah, and you're not really gonna get you're not gonna get much sympathy. You know what I mean? Nah. I don't expect to. You know what I mean? I really don't. Look what we're getting into now though. Like that Candace Candace Owens, like she makes a big spiel. George Floyd's killed on camera. And it's it's very unfortunate. And she thinks, well, what am I gonna do about this? I'm going to make a 30-minute video to say everything bad I could find about George Floyd. Like, that's her mentality. That's how Yeah, just because you're a criminal don't deserve a death sentence, man. That's like me. How many people love me? I'm a bona fide fucking criminal, bro, my whole fucking life up to the last five years. You know what I mean? So do y'all think it's right that the police could put my brains on the fucking pavement tomorrow? Yeah, because, because you, know what you I mean? did something wrong in the, in the past, so they could do whatever they That's want. That's crazy. And then they'll probably try to say, uh, you know, put in slip in the word pedophile. That's the new tactic to put against anybody that oh, yeah. pedophile this, pedophile that, pedophile. It's like, oh, Jesus Christ with this. Fight. You don't think I see yeah. what's going on here? Like, nah, just- there's, there's so much of that shit, dude. Like, um, my man put me on to this guy called Officer Tatum. Mm-hmm. He's like uh, another Candace Owens, but he's a black dude, and he just feeds. And I'm sitting here like the hustler aspect of me is like, why do you think these people are making these videos where they got a million subscribers, million views? Because what's the biggest thing selling right now? Trump. Mm-hmm. All these people, I, I don't think they really probably believe. Maybe that Candace Owens is fucking twisted like that. But come on, she she the same chick that said Jay-Z was from Queens, but she from the street. She came up in the streets. I could ask a hardcore kid that never even fucking listens to rap, where's Jay-Z from? He going to say fucking Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. This chick, this chick is just twisted. And anybody that listens and well, she people used to be, use her. She used to be left and then she, she wasn't making yeah. any money. Then she became the, the, the dancing, the dancing entertainer for some people. And then she started making money and that was good for her. 
man, fuck all that. Like, Do you know that she that, had a, she sued people for racial discrimination when she was young. Her parents didn't. She won, and now she's like, she says, basically, she's saying like racism doesn't really exist is like her new motto. She's a fake, phony, fraud, piece of shit. Man, I just know the world that we live in. It's the same thing. <clears throat> like I tell my son, bro. Police do anything to you, just just agree with it. Just take it. Whatever they do, smack you, whatever. Get to the police station, come home, and we'll fight it. Because it's scary, bro. Like, especially with my son. You know, my son, six foot three now. You know mm. what I mean? Like, yeah. yeah, dude, he's a big fucking dude. Doesn't need a job. I'm looking for personal security. Yeah, hey, man. Shit. You know, he boxed too now. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just tell him, dude, just. <clears throat> Man, the police body, you know, but I think that comes on our culture too. The hood culture, any culture is like people need to stop shitting on these kids from becoming from fucking cops too, man. Like the cops, they need to they need to just switch up the cop programming or something, dude. Like there's no reason uh uh if you're gonna be a cop, they put you in a remember that Chinese cop killed that kid in Brooklyn, East New York? Yeah. He shot him in the staircase because he was scared. He got scared, yep. Yo, if you're going to put a cop in a neighborhood like that, man, y'all need to train him for that neighborhood for a while before y'all give him a fucking gun. Mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it, it's just, it's scary that they'll even trust. Like, look at my brothers, both of them. Been in, what, 17 tours, my sister, husband, the one you met. 17 fucking tours. This motherfucker tell me how people could shoot at his feet. And he can't shoot because it ain't a threat. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But you got these police that see a gun on somebody's waist. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Philandro. They got, got killed shot in for his the car, legal gun. Had a legal Crazy. gun. Well, that's the, you're, what you're life. saying is, what you're saying is our military that polices foreigners in their own country have more restrict, restrictions to keep them safe than our own police officers right. who are who are policing Americans in the homes Fact. that they live in. It's, just, it's true. Look at my brother-in-law. He got his back Swiss cheese with an AK-47. He got hit, what, four times? Yeah. Just because they couldn't shoot first. Mm -hmm. He was like, yo, I couldn't do nothing until after I got shot. <laughs> That's yeah. fucking crazy, bro. Crazy. And then you got a cop out here. And, you know, the problem with, like, Okay, we in the Northeast, New York City, Philadelphia, Chicago, anywhere you want to go. There's black cops, white cops, Spanish cops, Chinese cops. The bottom line is when we're talking about these cops, we ain't talking about the race. We're talking about it's the fucking cops. Madball yeah. said this back in the day on uh, back of the bus and 5 and all this other shit. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? We've been going through agnostic front said it on how many records, all hardcore bands that started in the hardcore movement because where was hardcore from? From the street kids with nothing else. Same thing mm -hmm. as like any type of music. So that's why when a hardcore kid take the side of this shit, dude, like I'm just like, you shouldn't even be allowed at shows anymore, bro. Like yeah. you don't even represent the culture. Like well, you know at what? all. The, like, the, you the know? old heads, the old heads are the ones that turn into the MAGA Trump groupie dick suckers. And then the real young ones are like, so far removed they they're like the ones that i hate every cop there's no good cops 
they're all bad but at the same time they don't do nothing like you know they're like no threat to anybody they're kind of just like very soft and feminized it's like a no, new breed of human. I agree there's good cops. I think there's good cops. Of course, um, there's got to be. That's only logic. There's got to be. If there's enough people in a certain group, there's going to be a portion of good and a portion of bad, of course. Facts. If facts. people like, say otherwise, it's just stupid. It don't make any yo, sense. Yo, even a cop that was down with my raid, right? When I yep. got out years later, we're talking like two, three years ago. I get pulled over on Thanksgiving. Cop just pulled me over for who I used to be. I'm coming out the projects. He pulled me, start fucking with me. I'm like, yo, there ain't nothing in the car. I ain't on parole. Like, mm-hmm. get the fuck out of here. You're not searching me. You know what I mean? It's just not. Mm-hmm. So we going back and forth. Couple more cops come. Now everybody in the neighborhood coming outside, whatever. You know, it's regular shit. And then one of the cool cops was like, yo, let that man, he a truck driver. He ain't got nothing in the fucking car. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, like let him go. And, and that's what I'm saying. Like, he a hood cop. He know the hood gossip. You know, the projects is like a Jerry Springer show. Everybody know everybody business. Mm-hmm. Everybody know I'm driving trucks. <laughs> I ain't selling dope no more shit. You see, I'm in a fucking hoopy of a car. I, I ain't wearing nothing super nice. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm chilling. And and that's why I say this good cop, my son, uncle, he's a great cop. Like, he used to tell me stories about how he let mad people go if they couldn't, you know. Hey, yeah. babe, can you get me some ice? I need two cubes of ice for the Henny. Hurry, hurry. Mm. It's like, uh, yeah, and I know baby. plenty of good cops. I know plenty of good cops. It's, it, to say otherwise is, is disingenuous. Yeah, you And it's like, do I like their profession? No, I don't really like that profession, but I know these people no. are good people. And some of them even joined and became cops because they wanted to make a difference, and that's admirable. I respect that. But yeah. uh, there's a lot of ratty ones, too. I like some cops. I got some on the payroll, and they're always, they cooperate properly. And there could be good, good cops. We know that. It's, it's all good. But no, listen, there's some hardcore dude. You, you haven't been on the podcast for a long time. No. And when you were last on the podcast, you were a single man. <laughs> so does you yeah. not being on the podcast this whole time, does it have to do with you kind of leaving nah. your homies hide and dry nah. because and, you got a girl and, oh, all of a sudden? Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Let me bring this up, motherfucker. Okay. That fucking feminine selfie shit you was trying to shoot at me. First off, my girl took half of them fucking photos. When was that? I forgot. It was, that, I did that. It was, it, yeah, it was months ago. It was months ago. Matter of fact, uh, in the Wisdom and Chains video, uh, uh, Dave, the dude who produced the video, he put my text in there like, that's feminine. Oh, talking about shit, you. Shit. Now, that ain't got nothing to do with it, man. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah, I'm wifed up, but everything is crazy, man. It, you want to talk about bullshitting. You and Luke been bullshitting on me forever, especially Luke. Because Luke it was in the same fucking borough as me, and I hit up Luke a million times. Yo, let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go out. Let's go out. And Luke never wanted to go out. Now, as far as you, motherfucker, you be out in Manhattan and all that. Y'all be doing the little lovey-dovey pizza shops and shit like that. And motherfuckers never call me. Why would I think you were in Manhattan? Nah, but I could have came and met you. You know I'm in the Bronx with Shorty. I thought you were probably up here then. Nah. Well, either way, 
Either way, it had nothing to do with it, but yeah, I okay. got wife That's stuff. That's what you say. A lot of listeners and, think that it has, you know, since you got a girl, you kind of forgot about your friends. Nah, I didn't say that. Never, I listeners. never forget about my friends. I never forget about my friends, man. The only okay. thing that changed is yeah. I, you know, I got wifed up. You know, it yeah. happens to the best of us. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's not a bad and, thing. Uh, Everybody's happy to see that you're head over heels and madly in love, but just upset <laughs> that you're not you're never going to see you again. Nah, nah, that that my friends still see me, man. You know damn well. Anytime you call me, I'm coming out. If it, if it's some real shit. Now, let's throw Corona and my profession in on the same mix. Now, before I wasn't, I wasn't home. Now I'm home every day. You know, shout out to Pepsi. Everybody better be drinking Pepsi out there, because you know Pepsi gave your boy a job. And oh, you work for Pepsi. Yeah, I got to high up with pet. Well, right now I ain't working because my back fucked up because of this car accident. But, um, I mean, yeah, I'm a Coke guy, Pepsi. but I respect Pepsi. That's you know, that's nah, Pepsi's you know. Pepsi. If they like, yeah, I went out to teeth the other day. And Post America about to get uh, uh, we're about to get in sponsored by Gatorade, man, because I deal with Gatorade. Yo, I'd like what? What's Pepsi make? Sprite or who makes Sierra Mist? I think Pepsi. I mean, I know we make Gatorade. Well, we own Gatorade, Frito-Lay, shit like that. Well, I don't fuck around with no Gatorade. What do I look like, an NFL football player? Yeah, we got a bunch of shit. Babe, I need some cranberry for the honey. It's too strong. Hurry, hurry. Say it like that and, to um, me. Hurry, hurry. Yeah, just grab that cranberry juice. Say that to me. Hurry, hurry. Hurry, hurry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh... You kidding, sucker. Yeah, but, uh, nah, like, you know, like, the same shit, man. Like, Corona just ruined everything for, I think, the, the, everything from the music to our friends to gatherings. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it just sucks for everybody right now, yeah. bro. Like, you know, you can't do nothing. Like, even even with my kids, like, for my son's birthday, it's like, dude, what can I really take you to do? <laughs> like, sucks. we can't even go do nothing. And... I, I just feel like it's going to come to a point where everybody's like, look, you either catch it and die or you catch it and live, man. Because this economy, I mean, math would be better for this. But, dude, how are we going to survive like this? Like, how are we I all going to uh, survive? What do you think will happen in the election come November? First of all, who do you think will win? I think Trump going to win. I'll Me be too. honest. I think Trump's I, I don't want that, but I don't the only person I really I see I like Sanders, bro. Like mm -hmm. I like Sanders. I know there was a lot of problems with Sanders, but the reason I like Sanders, he was out there with Martin Luther King. He's been, you know, an advocate, I guess. I'm sure there's a lot of bad with him, but at you know the what? end of the day, if if there's a lot he's of bad with open races. If there's a lot of bad with Sanders, I'd like to know what it is because it's bullshit. The biggest thing they got on Sanders is the word socialism that makes right-wing people pee their pants for some reason. And he's a democratic socialist, right. which is like, come on, dude. That's your police force is socialist. The, the public education is socialist. The public parks are socialist. Like, come on, stop being scared of words. But one thing about Sanders, he was honest dude and he didn't take big money. You can't say that about anybody else. Trump eats up this money that right. is bigger than ever. But I do think and Trump will win. But let me say this. If Trump doesn't win, 
No, nah, unfortunately. Yeah. But listen, if he doesn't win, I don't even think he leaves anyway. He doesn't leave no matter what. He'll just simply say, if the polls come in, they say, wow, okay, Biden's the winner. He's, he'll get on TV. He'll say, fake news. This is rigged. I'm not going anywhere. And then what happens? Yeah. What, do you, yeah. what happens? I mean, then? well, I think, I think uh, the scariest thing about Trump being in office is how quick he's ready to throw the military in the cities. And I think that'll be the most horrible thing that can happen because you're going to have, let's just take everywhere from New York to Pennsylvania. If you start throwing military in these states, you're going to have gun owners that aren't going to put up with it, especially in Pennsylvania. Look at these, these motherfuckers want a war in their fucking town. You know what I mean? And like how, and Trump just wants to do it so easily, man. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's crazy times. Like, I'll be honest. Like, I don't want Trump to win, but between him and Biden, it's like, who's the fucking good choice, bro? The open racist or the closet racist? The fucking... Well, I would say my my argument would be be Biden would be a better choice because we could hope that with Biden, we would have some kind of normality because nothing will ever be normal among Trump's time because he's too divisive. He makes everybody Mm. hate each other. He openly says... I like these people and I don't like that people. He says Democrats are evil. Just straight up. He says those are his words. He says things like the media is the enemy of the people. Straight up. That's his words. He divides. Biden would probably be so far off the radar and more measured in his words that people would be less at each other's throats. But I already believe it's too late. I believe whoever wins, we lose. There's going to be controversy yeah. who really won and what is fake news. If Trump loses, he say he's going to say, this is fake and I'm not going anywhere. And then what happens? This country is very close to civil war, to a split in the I middle. I think so. And I have people that I know personally in the Pentagon, and you might know some, some of them. The people at home be like, this yeah. dude don't know. Yeah. I know these people. These are my nah, people. I know. And they tell me straight up. The Pentagon is split straight down the middle with people that will do anything this guy wants and people that do not like him. And that's really dangerous. Yo, dude, I'll keep it a honey, man. Like, after traveling, see, I ain't get to travel with y'all on tour like I always wanted to. But, you know, with the little travels I did myself, man, like, I love America for the fact of what we have. You know what I mean? And and this is coming from the hardcore kids slash street kids slash uh uh gang members slash everything like america is a great country but with what's going on like in the world if it don't come to a stop i think it's going to be a horrible country i think it's going to come to the point where people get sick of it and just start shooting Oh yeah, it's <laughs> you know already, what I mean. It's like, like that, when you got when yeah. you got two sides showing up with weapons, and it's oh America, yeah, like this fucking Kyle kid. Oh my god! And if then I you have one more fucking post about that shit. And then you have a big segment of society supporting him, the same ones that support cops. All right, well, we're, the cops should have been doing what you think that kid was doing, 
So are you mad yeah. at the cops then that they didn't they they, they weren't there? Oh, I'm mad at both sides. No, I'm not saying I'm you. I'm saying the there. people that would make a, an argument that Kyle did the right thing. Like uh it, you can only make the argument if you're willing to say that the cops intentionally stood down it's their fault that this went down anyway. Oh yeah. Just like like that. you brought up with the pedophile shit. Like if you got paperwork to prove that like uh uh uh, Blake, the last one they twisted up, shot him seven times. Yeah. There's all this internet talk. He was a rapo. He was a pedophile. Now, yeah, granted, if he was that, yeah, I, do I care he gets his fucking head blown off? Fuck no. But where's the paperwork? Like, I have not seen nobody on no news or anywhere pull up. Police report from wherever the fuck they are in the middle of nowhere. You know what I mean? This is what he did or whatever. And the same thing now with the little fruity kid that went with an AR-15 mm. and shot somebody. Now, if that guy was a pedophile, do I care about his life? No. Do I care about a 17-year-old with an AR-15 shooting people when he put himself in the fucking position? Because right now, let's think about this. And me and you go to uh, CBGB's and we know everybody inside got beef with us in CBGB's but me and you go outside with fucking AR-15s, hand grenades, the whole line. Next thing you know, we kill everybody. They're going to charge us with, oh, you you wanted to go commit murder. You, that's premeditation. That's murder one. You're going down. <laughs> like I don't understand this world man like mm. this is crazy like even in prison oh you stabbed him with a knife so you came to the yard with a knife oh cause you knew you had a problem with him so yeah you gonna stab him because that's premeditated murder mm. you know what I mean it's crazy but you know these people just want this this fucking bozo kid everybody says oh he's 17 well he's 17 with an AR-15 that means he's fucking a bozo and he deserves whatever comes. I hope they fucking give him death. Really, I hope they give him life, and he just got to pay the price for them crimes for the rest of his life. That's you what know I what's going to happen to that kid? He's going to oh, get a tomorrow. slap on the wrist, and he's going to hit the gun show circuit around the country. He's going to make a ton of money, and he's going to sign skateboards for Trump groupies. Oh, and yeah. A lot of money. Like that fucking fat scumbag exactly. Zimmerman. We already know what's going to happen. You know, and and did, you see, did you see the footage of him be, uh, fighting, beating up that girl? Yeah, 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 I've seen that's that. The on, uh, that's the type of dude That's the type of dude that these these right wing Bible thumpers are clinging on to. The kid is filth. He was dude. out there. He wanted to kill somebody. He's has a degenerate fantasy about killing people. He was a bullied nerd, and now he's upset at society. And he 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 did his thing, and he's loving. I bet yeah. he's loving being this this person that they put him on on a pedestal as like the the yeah, justifier, the person defending our rights. He, he's loving it. Yo, know, and that that's what makes this world that we're in right now so fucking scary, bro. Like, that shit like this between, like we talked about earlier with the whole 6 9 or the new rappers, like, they're pushing, you know, I totally believe, like, Papoose and all these other rappers then said, like, they're pushing an agenda with everything, dude. Like, I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm not going to sit there and say, you know, they're all aliens that fucking, you know, came from whatever or a bloodline, you know, but it is an agenda that, you know, I think it, it 
one day before we're dead, I think all this is going to get exposed, like where Corona came from, this whole Trump shit, because shit, what is, what's the reason they got Biden and this bum bitch from, from Cali? That, that It just makes Trump look for the better vote. <laughs> well, <you laughs> to be honest, because people are going to, you know. I think that... Like, you got Biden saying the Charlemagne shit, if you're not black, if you don't vote for me, like, yeah. dude, why would you even fucking say some stupid because shit Because like he's that? so far out of, out of the loop. But this is the deal with, with the two choices. With If Trump or Biden wins, big corporations are safe and happy. Banking systems are safe and happy with either one of them winning. That's They're good with it. So the rest yeah. is just a facade. It's It's a shadow bullshit that really doesn't affect anything they're not going to give you an actual choice up there which might potentially nah. harm corporations and public. banks yeah so if you think your guy trump is this big changing the system guy he's not he's just fucking things up but corporations are safe and happy with him corporations are safe and happy with biden, nah. with biden he, and that's just he the speaks with a older americans too because it's just like me and my girl was talking about today when we got bombarded with this Trump bullshit at the red light. Look at everybody that's out there. They're all old, 50, 60. You know what I mean? You might see some bikers, but then we know some bikers that are real bikers that, you know, care less about the fucking guy. Mm. You know, so it's like, you know, it's that dying breed of Americans want this guy because why? We're in a PC age, and then he gets on stage and says, oh, fuck it. It's this, you know. Uh, if you loot, we shoot. We, we, we this. Yeah, that's the old 1940s America we're used to. And, you know what I mean? It's just fucking ridiculous, bro. Like, I don't know. It's just crazy times, man. It is crazy, crazy times. Time. And I think you're right. I think Trump wins it. And I think he wins it even if he loses it because he's not going anywhere. And what could you really do if the guy refuses to go? This country has already been exposed. It's not this powerful law, fair place that we thought it was. It's kind of like right. do what you want and figure it out later. That's It's the Wild West and it's going to get crazier and crazier. Ain't nothing coming back the way it was. This is the the new no. way, in my opinion. But listen, I'll let you go do your thing. It's very late. I know you're at a hidden location. You're recovering from a serious car accident. Anything you want to tell Yeah, about? I'm in the caves right now. Man, get that new Wisdom album. Support oh, your, your fucking uh, uh, favorite bands, no matter what it is, punk rock, hardcore, rap music. Buy that merch, man. If you working, it's a blessing. But show love to all our family and this whole culture that's fucking starving right now. Like all the club owners, the bars, whatever, the reverb t-shirts, whatever you can buy, man, to help support the people that are suffering. You know, that that's what the hardcore community is about, man. Let's be honest, man. Hardcore is what the world should be, man. And if we can't lead by example, meaning supporting our friends and family through these fucking crazy ass times, Mm-hmm. You know, what are we, man? You got to lead by example, man. That's Spend that truth. money, go to that merch store, buy up everything, man. Do what you can, and that's true. We do. We didn't put out an album, but we just did put out a split 7-inch. No, nah, yeah, split. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I'm drunk, dog. I'm no drinking problem. a whole bottle of fucking Hennessy. Well, you watering it like down. Podcast. It's all watered down yeah, with the ice cubes. I got cubes. cranberry juice. Well, 
I'm high class now, man. I got a girl. I can't be drinking raw dog out the bottle. And I go Henny straight to the face. You know what I mean? That Caribbean Henny. Do Henny straight. But yo, when we back in the studio in the Post America Podcast Sanctuary, you know mm. what I mean? I, I bring out the bottle of the raw dog Henny. You know what I mean? You'll have to drop me off at home or whatever. Or at no the doubt. casino. You know what no I mean? Because the casino I've been coming up though, 17, 22. You, are, you gave me them numbers way back in the day. I don't think you remember that. My first time going to Vegas when I was 21 years old. And they worked, didn't they? full of money. Yeah, yeah, they did. Hell yeah. I won like yeah. $12,000 that night. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Mean, I mean, uh, for some reason, years ago, I, I was in Vegas and I was playing certain numbers and I was just killing it. And when people ask me, you're one of the people who else? Chris Hensel, one of the people. A couple of people ask me, and yep. it always worked out for them. So maybe eventually I get a taste. I don't know. Or you guys could forget everything. I, will, I don't know. Well, maybe, maybe throw NYPD me got your taste. Let me, let, me get, <laughs> let me wet my beak a little bit. You know what I mean? NYPD got your taste, dog. <laughs> Sorry to ruin them dreams. But, yeah, man, next time we'll get up in the studio and we'll do it right, man. We'll get... Hopefully we can get job here one day or Hoya or we get all of us in there and just bug out one day, man. Yeah, we had Hoya on a few times. It was fun. Now Hoya's podcast is back and that's cool. I just listened to a good episode yeah, of yeah, with, yeah. The, with the Killing Time dude and I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I just ordered I just ordered a bunch of uh Hoya shirts and stuff, man. Like Me I said, too. we got I got that New York hardcore one. Yeah, that shit fire, right? That People that fire. are listening, go to Casa Casa de Rock. Rock. I don't speak Spanish, Casa but I think Rock. Casa, Casa, Casa. But he got this Same dope shit. New York hardcore shirt that has the the that old school orange font, like art style mad ball, but it just says NYHC. I got that one. I cop one for me, me and my girl, so we could look fresh. You know, I like we like like wearing the same shit when we go out. You know, I think we think it's kind of yeah, cool. You gotta be- yeah, you got to be fresh. Yeah, twenties yeah. and all that. Yeah, so, you know, Fact. I wear, like, you know, the same jumpsuit as her, you know. Just, it never fits me right. It's always too small, but, you know, we're getting it we're getting it down. So, all right, homie, listen. No doubt. I'll let you do your thing, go to sleep, and all of that. And for the people at home, Fast Break Records, Wisdom and Change, Sharp Shock, Split 7-inch, out on the streets right now. Check our social media. You get we score some hats. And like, like Ray said, support. All right, man. I'll talk to you later. For your friends. All right. Once. Thanks a lot for listening. We really appreciate it. Post America Podcast will always be there for you. Don't forget that. Tune in next time for more fun with the boys. Until then, get your fucking ass out of here before I give you a smack, motherfucker. Who the fuck is this you in? This is post-America. You ain't shit, motherfucker.